pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 157 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be going over the latest news on the community calendar, the update to Capital Supremacy, and our thoughts on the game mode now that we've had a lot of time to play with it. Let's get started. Starting off, this is the community calendar for the month of April, so these are the uh, the events that will be happening for this month, and that this weekend's event has also been extended by a day to make up for the late start, because this just dropped today, and they were supposed to have the event go live on the 5th. This is where the fun begins. Through the 6th through the 8th, uh, it is a battle point event, reinforced armies, 75% of battle... 75% off battle points for reinforcements and galactic assault, capital supremacy, blast, and strike. So you will be able to, see, we'll be seeing a lot more of the uh, aerial, the commando droids. The arc trooper, and then there's the infiltrator, I believe. No, it's the commando droid. Commando droid. But the, for some it's reason, called the, the class is called the infiltrator, and then there's the arc trooper on the clone side. Yes. You'll be seeing a lot more of those as they are cheaper, even though I was seeing it still yeah, a lot. it seems like there's way too many as is. Through the uh, From the 12th through the 14th, it's the double XP event for Star Wars Celebration. Uh, jo- to join in the celebrations this weekend, including the reveal of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, all modes will have double XP active for all units. That's pretty good. Fast spawn event. Capital Supremacy and Galactic Assault will have one second spawn timers. Yes. I'm really looking forward to how that changes the game. I, I really like it when the uh, spawn timer is changed. To be shorter. You really need it to have like a bigger game mode because you don't have like a hundred players on each side. So plus, I tend to die a lot, especially once we get in. Uh, especially when you get into the second, the second part of Capital Supremacy, where you're trying to claim that first wave. I mean, if you play the objective, you normally die a lot anyway. So. Yeah. Then uh, on April 24th, we're getting the April update, which is a new map to Capital Supremacy. Additional details in cl- in the coming release notes. So they'll probably come out around 24th. If if they're keeping to the schedule that they've had before, when they release an update, the release notes are the day before or two days before. So it would probably be the uh, anywhere from the 21st through the 23rd. Then from the 26th through the 28th, it's the triple XP weekend, triple XP for heroes versus villains and hero showdown. Now let's get on to the Star Wars Battlefront 2 roadmap. So this is the details and the uh, new content that will be coming throughout the life of the game in 2019 that we know so far and may continue. It may not. It's also a fancy new website. Uh, instead of like just a picture, it's now a responsive website, so you can click for more details. It's it's pretty nice. I'll put in a link in the description. This is what it contains. April 24th, like we just said, will contain an update for Capital Supremacy to add another uh, location. In May, we will also be getting another location. Alongside uh, that update for the new location in May, we're also getting a, a core mechanics rework for heroes versus villains, including the removal of the target system. So my first thoughts on that particular section was why I, I enjoy the target system. It adds more of an objective to it. But then one of our followers on Twitter kind of gave me the rundown on why 
it's a good thing. Star Wars Varsity Scooter uh, says this. I think a lot of people have been calling for this change because it promotes campy play and doesn't fully let every player enjoy the mechanics and other aspects of the game mode that they would otherwise really like. What makes Star Wars games really unique from anything else is seeing beloved heroes and villains interact in new, unique ways under your control. The mechanics of a heroes versus villains should bring that aspect to life and a lot of fans, including myself, feel like they just inhibit it. Which may he makes a great point. I'm more on board with this change than I was previously. And also, it's not really heroes versus villains right now. You know, you just, like, find your one objective and get that. I want, like, you know, full battles to where you have to be strategic. Yeah, and, and this um, certain, you know, rendition of heroes versus villains is not really heroes versus villains. Because it doesn't really matter if, you know, Han over here kills Darth Maul if they're not the target. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really want, you know, them to promote more of heroes versus villains. To where the last, you know, hero or villain standing kind of wins. Okay. Kind of like Hero Showdown, but doubled, you know? What, what was the mechanic for the Battlefront 2015 heroes versus villains? It was basically Hero Showdown times two. Okay. You just had four versus four, and there was also the addition of troops. Yes. I don't want that. And it was like a, it was a round based as well. It was round based. Uh, that's what I remember most about Definitely it. Definitely don't want um the, you know, trooper classes coming into it. No. Strictly heroes and villains. I prefer it with just the heroes and the villains. I think that adds much more fun to the game instead of having an annoying person shooting you in the back randomly. And it's um it's cool to see them revamping games. Yeah. Because, you know, it's basically getting a new game mode to an extent. Yeah. Just making it better. And in Battlefront 2015, they did that with Hero, with Hero Hunt. They completely revamped the game mode like multiple, multiple times. times. It was like getting a new game mode each time, which is really cool. You learn the different quirks of it. Um, so I'll be interested in if they just go purely on amount of kills, make it like a Heroes versus Villains blast. I think that could be interesting. Or if they want to bring it kind of more towards uh, Hero Showdown, but just more heroes. I personally wouldn't want that. Uh, I would rather it be more like Blast, where you have a set amount of kills. And it, like it Hero would be, Blast? Yeah. yeah, Hero Blast, but it would be much lower than... Um, than like 100? <laughs> yeah. Ex yeah. <laughs> I mean... I'd say maybe like 20. Total. I think it would be cool, and it'd be awesome to have multiples of heroes, but I know that won't happen. I would love to have multiples of heroes. Like, that would be so awesome it if was it was so, a team so of Obi-Wan versus a team of Grievous. In original Battlefront, you could have like five Leias on the same team. That would be cool. And you wouldn't have the issue of people like, oh, man, I wanted to play that. Because they camp on heroes. Mm -hmm. If you get Anakin at the start of the round, you have him for the entire game. And it's extremely difficult to change characters already. I've been looking forward to and the Okay, going back to the roadmap, the furthest that we have is June 2019. Who knows? They did say that they will be fleshing out... Uh, the roadmap as it continues, uh, Ben Walk saying it was either Ben Walk or um, Jay who said that made a, made a good point that the infiltrator class on both the Separatist and the Republic weren't actually on the roadmap. So we could see be, we could be seeing things that weren't initially you know recorded on there. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't oh this is only what we we're going to be getting. This is what they have confirmed uh, we're definitely going to be getting. Depending on how certain things go, if they run into any problems or if things just go really smoothly, uh this is uh going to change drastically. 
Now let's go on to the hot fix for uh, Capital Supremacy before we get into our thoughts on the game mode and, and how we've been playing it. So this is the hot fix that they dropped to fix some issues and um, bring back a little more of what was introduced in Capital Supremacy. Quote, hey everyone, it's always a nervous time within the team when a big new piece of content leaves the safety of the team and finds its way into your hands. We always felt that Capital Supremacy was shaping up to be a great addition to Star Wars Battlefront 2 and we've been really happy with the feedback we've had so far. In this hotfix, we've got some changes going live that will address game stability. One of the biggest issues we've been targeting has been when you find yourself stuck on the deploy screen within the second phase transition of Capital Supremacy. We've added some fail safes, which we believe will lower the risk of this happening and we'll be monitoring the situation closely. The AI in Capital Supremacy is a brand new system and is, lo and is located online or server side. We believe they were causing some of the crashes we were seeing and have added some fixes we believe should address this. Anakin Skywalker has had a minor balancing pass affecting the damage and cooldown value of his abilities. We felt that while being the chosen one, he needed some minor changes in order to try and bring balance. Reception to the new reinforcements has been really good, and we've had we've gotten some tweaks that are being included based on your feedback. We've lowered the damage slightly of power blast while raising the end damage of the E5. As always, please do keep your feedback coming. So they added fell safe scripts to reduce the chances of unreactive spawning when transitioning between ground and capital ship phases in capital supremacy. Additional server logging has been implemented to further diagnose spawning issues. Uh, added tentative fixes for online AI causing server crashes on Capital Supremacy, fixed a rendering issue that would occasionally cause the client to crash, balanced damage and cooldown for Anakin's abilities, so they reduced retribution choke damage from 86 down to 75 points per second, they have reduced retribution push damage from 80 to 75 points per second, reduced passionate strike first damage from 50 to 40, reduced passionate strike last damage 150 down to 130, they've increased passionate strike cooldown from 12 seconds to 13 seconds, uh, reduced heroic might base damage. Originally it was 100, now it's down to 70. Uh, they have also balanced damage values for the infiltrator weapons. They've lowered power blast damage from 150 down to 140 to prevent one hit kills against assault officer and specialist. They've raised E5N damage from 21 da uh, up to 30 to increase the weapon's effective range. They fixed an issue where players who join an ongoing match would occasionally get no audio during the boarding cinematic in Capital Supremacy, fixed an issue that would prevent the ARC Trooper from gaining progress while playing on Phase 1 maps, Camino and Geonosis Trooper Hive, fixed an issue where Darth Maul's choke hold ability would occasionally be inaccurately activated from a distance when being used at the same time as another hero's ability. I, I need to test it out, but it seems to be a good start for Anakin at least. We'll see. We'll see how good he is, though. There have been some mixed, uh, mixed feelings around the change to Anakin. Some think he should be more powerful because he is the chosen one, uh, while others agree that it needs to be more balanced. I think they should bring all of the heroes and villains, like friend of the podcast Preston Russell has said multiple times, and and you have said as well, up to the level that Anakin is, because Anakin has been ridiculous. Yeah, this isn't some. It's not canon, like you know. Anakin is not like, that if, powerful. If this game was canon, Han Solo and Leia and those gun characters would be destroyed by lightsaber wielders. So just because he holds like some of the utmost respect 
you know, power wise in the films, he shouldn't be that powerful in no. the games. Uh, going for accuracy in the film does not make a great game. Yeah, this, you know, this is a game. It needs to be balanced. Every hero or villain should have a chance of defeating another hero or villain. And in this case, Anakin just, was just ridiculous. Them all. all he has to do is go into the objective on Capital Supremacy, activate that one ability, choke everyone, absorb all of the damage that everyone either purpose- purposefully or accidentally fired at him, and it deals it tenfold back. The changes, he needed them. Any move that completely stops damage to him, that shouldn't be a thing. No. Ridiculous. Another thing that they uh, have confirmed, Yoda and Darth Maul are getting blocks. That's going to be awesome. Finally. Definitely Darth Maul needed it. I think Yoda had an interesting, you know, where he diffuses the bullets... I thought that felt like him, but still, every lightsaber wielder needs a block. Yes. How do you feel about the new system for stamina? It's better. It's still, you know, you can still like almost infinitely block with Obi-Wan. You know, you know that it's not a glitch, but Obi-Wan can just abuse block. But that's still a thing, but not as bad. But I'm glad that once you're out of stamina, you can't really do anything, which is how it should have been from the beginning. You also uh, don't have knock back or knock down. You don't have knock down or knock back for uh, slamming against someone who is blocking. And yeah, that that really needed to be added as well. Yes. Goodness gracious, that was super annoying. So now that we've got the uh, the details on the changes, we've gone through the April community calendar, and we've gone through the roadmap, let's get into our thoughts on Capital Supremacy. We've been able to play. What are our thoughts? Let's start with the first phase. Yeah, um, the first phase is definitely my favorite out of the two. We're strictly, strictly talking about the first phase and how that works. Yeah. Obviously, it's like really similar to the original Battlefront, capturing command post which is amazing and i love that aspect yep. of the game you start with the, you start the game with five blank command posts which you have to uh take control of and it's so awesome that the progress continues once you like rejoin ground combat yes it's awesome um also uh, what i really enjoy about it is uh the way that you earn reinforcements is control of the majority of the command posts if you control three of the five you start earning troopers or tickets to get transfer to the second phase faster or uh, that's the base and then if you uh, command four you earn them faster five you can earn them super fast uh, i've had a game last five minutes total that's how good the other team was actually that's how good uh, our team was and the other team was just completely terrible and it's really phase one is down to the objective completely so yes i mean you can get kills but you know, it's you're trying to win the game, so like objective is really key in the first phase. Let's let's talk about claiming the objectives. Uh, how easy do you see? Do you think it is to claim uh, one of the command posts? I actually think it's fairly easy, especially since if you're claiming a post, you're usually accompanied by your um, fellow troopers. Mm-hmm. So normally. I mean, takes 10 seconds to capture. And usually the way that the games work, you go and claim a uh, command point, and usually it's you and maybe five others, and you and that team will go from one command post to another command post, keeping claiming them. Same with the enemy team, because normally it's like the the one you just captured and the one you're claiming, you know, they take that one, then you get another one, they take that one. You really have to gauge, do I want to stay here and defend this one, or do I want to try and claim other ones? Because I've noticed a lot of people don't guard post, period. Yeah, they go to one, claim it, go to the next one, claim that one, and then it's just a, a cycling through of the other people claiming as well. And th- that's obviously the best way for score, but like, no, if, if I'm going to 
you know, block a, or, you know, defend a post. I definitely need other troops with me. And normally they're leaving me, so I just, you know, go with the majority and do whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so there are a couple ways that you can go about that. There's the one going with your squad or one or the other going uh, solo. Uh, and, and solo does work to an extent. Because yeah, because you can get in there easier. You can hide out in a corner while they can't see you. While if you're in a group, uh, you're just more of an open target. And I've claimed so many uh, p- command posts just by myself. Yes. Let's talk about the uh, the extra reinforcements that you can get on the separatists. It is the uh, the B two the B two battle droid the B two battle droid. Uh, the B-2 aerial droid, B-2 super battle droid, uh, B-2 super battle droid aerial, and then the commando droids. My favorite out of all of them is the aerial. The aerial for the separatist? S- separatist and the much better on the Republic is the aerial on their side. Definitely for me, um, separatist side is the commando. I think that's one of the best things to play on in the, as in the game like it can compete with other heroes it's so yes good. i have taken down obi-wan by myself i've even gotten anakin down to 150 health you just have to play them right and they have a pretty decent amount of health as well they do i think it's 300 to 350 i want to say something around there and that's my favorite especially for getting score because i can usually get 2,000 battle points in a life or more so it's it's able to like you know pay for itself self-sustaining to an extent yeah and then on the other side you've got the wookie warrior the aerial trooper and then you've got the the arc trooper definitely for me the i think the best thing on the uh, republic side other than the heroes is the aerial yes the aerial is so is amazing good. the weapon it has just melts people uh it's super effective against uh when you're claiming a command post i've gone around you use the jump pack up to uh fire a missile right into the middle, usually get some damage. Then I like to use the side jump pack to get in closer, knock out. I've claimed many a command post that way. And its roll is so good for escaping as well. Yes. It is like three times better than the the Separatist counterpart. It's just overall better than that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does have more health, but the mobility is just so much better. Let's go on to the heroes. Speaking of the heroes, they are a very interesting addition to the game mode. Uh, some people feel that they shouldn't be in there at all. Like it, the way I see it, uh, Capital Supremacy could very much be a infantry-only game mode. And for a larger game mode, that would be like the first of its kind without having heroes or villains to choose from. Yeah, I think that could be a fun community event. Remove the heroes and see what it's like. Just even to test it. I'm really down for removing them because I never get it. And it seems so unfair because, you know, there's trooper trooper versus, you know, droids. It's, it kind of takes you out of that. When you see, like, a lightsaber wielder coming over, wrecking everyone. What could also be interesting if if, if there's only one hero. Yeah, because they did try four on yeah, each side. They and tried I missed four. that. Uh, that was that was very interesting. I got a lot of uh, playtime as the heroes there. And it's not for lack of uh, XP points that you've not been able to get the hero. It's just other people have... They either get the hero, die, and then someone immediately t- takes it, or they just live long enough. They camp with it. How do you feel about uh, losing your trooper class or hero between rounds? The that, that was kind of infuriating because sometimes I would spend you know 2000 for a commando and immediately be transferred or spin, you know, on Bosk and immediately be transferred. I mean, it does make sense to give a fresh start, but I, I feel like if you were a hero the first phase and you transferred to phase two, you should be there and then still have two hero credits to give around. You, you sh- I believe you get the, the credits back. 
where the battle points back. It's just usually people are already on the heroes and you can't really continue with the hero if you are the hero. So say you're the hero for the whole first phase. You go to the second phase, it restarts you into the menu, and then some. I've, I've, it's happened to me many times, someone goes and takes the hero from me. It's just, you know, people have better internet most of the time. Exactly. And there's also tactics to get on there because I'm literally spamming the button and hoping I get one. I don't even care what I get. Like, I'll get Yoda most of the time or Darth Maul, which wouldn't be my first choice, just so I could get one. And it, it works most of the time just spamming it and pressing A. And that's what people do. Still, I, I really think the whole hero system of pertaining heroes needs to be revamped. Yeah, so... Uh, it is really, really messed up. We were talking about this on, uh, on the drive up. You said you preferred Battle for 2015's token system where it's on the map. Yeah, I prefer it. It's not, like, ideal for me, but I feel like it should be random. Completely random. Completely random. Why is that? Like, completely... This is this will probably be a little controversial, but I say completely remove battle points concerning heroes and villains and just award someone randomly with the hero. Because these these lower level players that are just getting into it, they might have bought the game to play as these, but they never get to because of the, the higher ranked players, you know, spamming to get the hero or whatever. But then they would not have the experience as the hero yep, and they'll to die contribute. Quickly. They would die quickly and then give it over to someone else. Okay. It'll all balance out, but, but let's say I know they'll never do it. You were the first person to get the best amount of battle points. You've got the most kills. You've done the most for the objective. You have more than enough to get a hero, and then it's randomly given to the noobiest noob in noob town who's not moving. Obviously, they'd kick AFK players, but, you know, usually a noob will die fast because they're not they don't even have the brain power to camp but i feel like it should balance out because you know rewarding good players is good for winning the games but it's not fun for other players i think and it's not that i i always have enough battle points it's just me struggling to get it before someone else because mm-hmm. some lucky guys sitting there seeing oh do i want to play assault or specialist oh there's the hero and they go over there and pick <laughs> it and i'm over there crap that's been me many times <laughs> completely random it's not that we're bad at the game it's just we can't get there fast enough Mm-hmm. Yeah, our internet sucks. If we've not mentioned this before on the podcast, which I'm, we have, um, let's see, a couple days ago, trying to download an update, and it was a nice, crisp 800 kilobits per second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The average is about four megabits per second. So that's a good day too. <laughs> Thanks, CenturyLink. I feel like it needs some changes. Obviously, I don't think that's on their their priority or agenda to get to what brought this on what at what point were you like man i hate this system really probably six months after the game came out because at first if i'm really trying hard i can get to the, the amount of score pretty quickly but i survive so long that by the time i do have enough and die it's already been taken by someone else because there's multiple factors going into it First, you have to have the score and then be lucky enough to be on the screen when it's available. Most of the time, I'll get a really good kill streak and get way more than I need to. But I'm so far ahead of everyone and being alive that those guys have already died and gotten it. And I don't really don't want to kill myself, you know, <laughs> break <laughs> no. the streak. It's a it's collective. I, there's obviously complaints concerning any sort of hero system they've had being too random or being too controlled i feel like there should be a healthy medium there i would like to say that i don't have a problem with this system i do find it annoying though when i'm in the menu and the hero becomes available and then immediately becomes unavailable but i don't i don't think randomly awarding it to someone would would float my boat yeah but i don't feel like they could control it to any way that everyone would be happy no i mean it works but i i can play heroes versus villains to get my fix (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, which I think if, when they revamp 
the heroes versus villains, I definitely see the argument saying no, we don't need capital super, we don't need capital supremacy to have heroes in the game mode. If you want to play heroes, you can go to Galactic Assault or you can go to um, Heroes versus Villains or Hero Showdown. I can totally see that argument. I could get behind that argument. Um, I would actually, I'd be really interested to see as a just an. A, fun event, a one-time thing, one weekend, they remove heroes from Capital Supremacy. I think that would be an interesting experience. I think it would be uh, a pretty fun change in the game mode, especially like to switch it up before we get the second map, just to refresh everyone while playing. You know, you give an example of, you know, adding like events to remove these things. That's a, that's a good point to, you know, bring in things that might not work, but give it a shot mm-hmm. for EA to do or dice. They've done that with Heroes Unleashed. They've removed the the amount of heroes that are available on Galactic Assault. Uh, that's it's super cool. fun. I think they. I feel like they should have more limited time only game mode types with events rather than just giving you double XP. Yeah, because you can only have so much XP. Well, uh, moving off of this tangent, let's go into phase two. Yeah, so let's go to phase two. Uh, you will have to claim and control generators and blow up. And there's two phases. You have to control the terminals to get the doors open. Yes. So you have to open the doors. And then you blow up the generators. Yes. And obviously, if you rejoin ground combat, your progress will be saved for next venture. So say that you get the doors open or get one of the doors open or get the door halfway open uh, and all of your troopers are killed. You go back. It's repeated. You have to claim enough command posts to... Get the uh, get enough tickets to go back onto the ship. Your progress will stay there. If you half claimed a door, it would stay half claimed. If the doors were open, they would continue staying open. Same goes for like if if a, if separatists beat the Republic out in getting there, and say the Republic had twenty two troopers ready, it would also save when they rejoin ground combat to get their max of fifty. Yes. So that's another cool aspect of the game. The first part is really easy to getting the doors open most of the time. It really starts depending struggling. On, depending you, on how your team pushes. Because I've had It's definitely some, more challenging for the Republic to get through the doors because it's way more open. No cover whatsoever. I just feel like it's an easier time for Separatists to win in general. I have had more times where the Separatists have won than the Republic. I don't know if that's based on actual statistics we don't have those I, it would be an interesting number to see how many times the separatists have won over the republic or even if it that's just like a just a mind game that it just feels that yeah, way and just from my experience i feel like the separatists when they're attacking the Repu- the republic ship i feel like it's easier to win and blow up the generators and get through the doors i agree the map is just way way more enclosed which is always good for that type of game mode as i said it's really easy to get through the first phase really start struggling when you try to blow up those generators especially surprisingly when there's one left yes i mean it's not really surprisingly because everyone's grouping in that one but i had the thing to where if we activate it we automatically win took us three different times to get through it Mm -hmm. just the way it works out it's it's very interesting a friend of the podcast reva tims has actually gotten into a game he didn't play the full game but the game that he jumped in had been going on for two hours and 55 minutes and that's the thing it's either going to be really short or really long, and that is serious. Yes. Like, there is no healthy balance. Uh, it's either you clean sweep them or it is a grindy game. I would be fascinated, completely enthralled with the statistics on how many people have to quit Capital Supremacy before the game ends because of its length. Because it's a lengthy investment there. I've had to do it a, a couple times. I think my longest game was about an hour and a half. 
I want to say an hour because we rejoined ground combat so many times and I got a quarter million score that game. I was number one on our team, number two in the entire game. And that was, that took forever. I had like 90,000 battle points to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy five. I was throwing away credits. Hey, I don't never play the Wookiee Warrior, but hey, I got these. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be, I don't see a good way to fix that either. The way I the game mode is set up, it lends itself very easily to be either super short or super long. And I like how long it is. I do too. It, it feels like a real Star Wars battle. And if it's short, you know, it works. I feel like there should be no credit cap though. No. Because you're putting in that you, time. You're putting the exact same amount of time. If you played that much time in Galactic, uh, Galactic Assault or Heroes versus Villains, you would get all of that credit points because if, if your max rank it's really a waste of time because yeah. otherwise you're just playing it for fun the credit cap is ridiculous because i'm putting in two hours into this game mode and i'm only getting what getting like a hero versus villains amount of credits yes the credit system needs to be reworked as well if i'm putting uh, I'm, if i'm putting this amount of time into the game i would like to be rewarded for that and not punished for it mm-hmm. i really well, again, moving off a little bit off topic, but I really liked how they would knock off a digit of your battle score and give you that many credits. Yeah, your ex- experience, you'd earn so amount say of experience. you made 14,000 score. They give you 1,400. Take off a zero, you'll get 1,400 credits. Mm-hmm. That would be insane. In um, <laughs> Yeah, I would have made like what? You would have made 25,000 credits. credits. I think that match I did make 13,000 credits just because I made so many challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah, or- But you put that time in. I feel like they're... They revamped it just so you'll be more tempted to buy microtransactions for crystals to buy skins, which normally would cost credits. I don't see the I don't see the reasoning behind having a credit cap. Or if you have the credit cap, make it to where you have more capital supremacy tied to um, if, like achievements. If capital supremacy gave everyone double XP all the time, yeah, put a credit cap on it. But no, you're putting in time and effort. And, you know, maybe scoring up, having some fun, you know, might as well get rewarded for that. Exactly. Because those skins ain't cheap. No, they're not. Uh, one of the super legendary ones are $20 in real money. 80,000 credits. Probably like tw- like 20 hours of game because mm-hmm. it takes forever to get those credits. Yeah. So I don't re- I don't understand why they would put the credit cap on there uh, because you're, you're playing. You are playing the game. It's not like. Oh, um, I just jumped in and I've only played like two minutes and I'm getting 47,000 credits. No, if you play two minutes, you get the amount of score that you get for playing those two minutes. If you played two hours and 55 minutes, you should be rewarded for that entire two hours and 55 minutes. And if anything, I feel like you get score um, less than you know Galactic Assault you would because it, you know, it takes a while to get up there and Galactic Assault, you know, 20 to 40,000 is pretty easy to get. Yeah. And a relative short game mode. So if I played almost three hours of Galactic Assault, I'd have more credits than I would with three hours of Capital Supremacy. Yep. Because you really meet the credit cap quite fast as well. So I could play Heroes vs. Villains match and get as much credits as I did in a three hour game mode. Exactly. So I think that needs to be worked on uh, just to reward the people that are playing that long. Let's, let's talk about the. Uh, the commando troopers their abilities we really didn't touch on that okay so we got the vibro sword on the commando which is his melee which is actually really effective it is good then you have the middle card which is 
basically like Bosque's Middle School. You can see like and you can like you, some heat. You can traces. I think. Yeah, you can target people around you and um. It really is keep them efficient though. Like if you use a smoke screen, it helps. But yeah, I it like outlines separatist troops as red, so I'm shooting yeah. them. <laughs> uh, it's not very effective. I very seldom use it. Really, his only good card is vibro sword. Like his weapon is good, and his role is amazing. Yes, his role, his, his vibro sword is effective to an extent. Doesn't do any damage though. It's really no. good for escaping. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> uh, and then on the Republic side. Really, I've only played this thing like three times, so I might be struggling to think of these. He does have the power shot. He's got the power shot. I mean, why play this guy when you have the aerial in my book? I know he has the uh, the shot grenade, which he can trigger, and that that is actually really good. The arc trooper has his helmet scan, which works around the same way. Uh, it lowers his range fire. This emits continuous scan pulses to reveal enemies even through walls. Uh, he's got the shock trap. It's a throwable device, uh, manually detonated and delivers an electrical current that knocks down any enemies within its range. And then the power blast ability overcharges his primary pistol fire powerful blast, giving his otherwise short to medium range arsenal a ranged attack. And this class is really good, and I like the mechanic of using both back triggers to shoot. Because he's dual wielding. Yes. And he is really powerful. But compared to the aerial. I mean, he's half the price, and I'm way better. Half the price, two times the power. And I'm just better with that. Yeah. I'm not, like, if I put in the time, I think I would be. But, you know, two times the price, I could have two of those. And he's really overplayed. Yeah. It's not often that I will be able to have enough, or I'll, I'll have the I'll have the credits and then by the time I get over there, uh, he will all be, or there will be uh, the max amount in play already or just been taken. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I am Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast twitter.com slash swb podcast you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash battlefront podcast or on paypal paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep t-y-e-d-y-e-s-h-e-e-p our youtube channel is youtube.com slash the star wars battlefront podcast and our email is battlefront podcast at gmail.com send us uh, your feedback there uh, if you have topic suggestions that you'd like to cover your thoughts we will uh, be glad to read those on the podcast and uh, cover any topics you have to suggest you can also a completely free way to support the show is leaving a review on uh, the apple podcast app itunes or wherever you listen to this podcast would be greatly appreciated you can find the podcast on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play the podcast app or wherever you find podcasts as always thanks for listening and may the force be with you hello, hello. could you please not hello everybody welcome back to the star wars battlefront podcast I'm your host, Sam Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sage Goodwin. Moist. Today we're going to be going over the community calendar. Calendar. The calendar? Are you from Wisconsin now? And some updates on Battlefront. Let's get started. <laughs> you from Wisconsin? Why are you so red? What? That's what it looks like when it records now. Oh, is this the new This one? is the new one. This is the new fanciness. Do you like the new fanciness, Sam? North Dakota, eh? North Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. Are you Canadian? No, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I sound so muffled? I don't know. Oh, because you've got the freaking mic. Hello, does this sound better, guys? Yeah, my okay. gosh.
That's what happens when you have the microphone. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. 